everyone, I'm Reina Rosari and welcome to the second episode of A Moment of Curiosity. Today we are sitting down with John Dulick. John has a master's in business administration with a concentration in financial management. He is careful when it comes to saving money and today he'll be providing us with a few tips on how to save an emergency fund, pay off debt and more. I hope you enjoy the show today. Thank you, John, for being on the show. Thank you, Raina, for having me. <laughs> so I know that you just graduated with your MBA. How does it feel like to be completely done with school? It feels very fulfilling. You know, I started going to college back in 2012, and what seemed like a never-ending journey has finally concluded. And um, I feel like it's a new chapter of my life, and it only took seven and a half years, and, you know, there were times during my master's I thought I wasn't going to complete it. There was times during my bachelor's I wanted to quit. There were even times during my associate's degree that I thought this maybe this wasn't for me. And mm -hmm. finally being at the other side of it, showing me that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and my hard work is not um, – my hard work is paying off. It's, it's a really good feeling. Yeah, I agree. So – Depending on the school, master's degrees usually cost anywhere from sixty to a hundred thousand dollars, and a bachelor's from twenty to fifty thousand dollars. What advice would you give a student that is only working part time on how to save money and pay off their student loans quicker? It's a great question. Um, so quick uh, disclaimer: I'm I'd like to think that I'm good with money management, and yes, I do have a concentration in financial management. I am not an expert in this field. This is all based off research and information I've gotten from other people. But um, in regards to how to, what advice I would give to a student that is only working part-time and how to save money to pay off their student loans quicker, um, paying small amounts towards the student loan while in school makes a huge difference. So you need to work with your loan provider and do your own independent research to figure out what the minimum payments are to where you're receiving little to no interest and then start with that. Um, of course, getting good grades and submitting them to your loan provider or your uh, credit card company, that helps out as well. Um, like I said before, do your research. We're in the modern age. Any information is at your fingertips as long as you have a internet connection. So do your independent research. If you want to take it a, to a step further, go into a bank and talk to uh, some of the employees there. If you have an account there, multiple accounts, they'd be willing to work with you. And a lot of these banks have accounts specific for students that are, can be a little bit more forgiving. Let's say they don't have an initial fee or they got low interest rates. Uh, I would bank on that, <laughs> pun intended. Um, um, I did, and uh, when I got my student debit account, I didn't even need to provide any proof whatsoever. They just checked my age and I was approved instantly. And uh, my last piece of advice would be to start building uh, credit ASAP. Um, credit takes time to build, and as soon as I turned 18, I started building it just so if I did have student loans um, and I needed to apply for a separate loan, having my long-built credit increases my probability of that loan getting accepted, even though I still would have student loans. Right, yeah, that's, that's a great, great, great tip. So a lot of people don't like to talk about the amount of student loans they have the amount, the debt that they're in, or how much their colleagues are getting paid. Talking about money is considered to be taboo. How did you become so good at managing your money? I had um, a little bit of help. Um, I, my dad has always been good at money management, and so I, um, I didn't ask him for a ton of advice, but I kind of looked to him as an example and how he went about things. 
Um, one of my friends is an accountant and he's also very good with money management. So I look to him a lot. And I also have friends who are very bad at money management and I kind of can see where the mistakes are and I can see where um, improvements can be made. Um, kind of like what I said for the last question, do your independent research. There's tons of information out there. A lot of people like saving and making money. So there's a ton of articles, ton of websites dedicated to this specific purpose. But in general, don't spend money you don't have. Spend less money than you make. If there's something out there that's, let's say, $100 and you have $50 in your bank account, don't put $100 on your credit card and have $50 in debt. Instead, try to save that 100 and pay for it outright so you don't have any debt, period. And of course, there's going to be situations where you don't have time to make that money and you have to put it on a credit card and you have to be in debt. And those situations are going to happen, but avoiding them at all costs is a great first step. Awesome. So let's talk about money management then. There is a statistic out there that states that 40% of Americans don't have $400 in the bank for emergency expenses. How do you go about having an emergency fund? It, simply, it's um, live under your means until your debts are paid and your funds are established. And that's going to be hard for student loans because... I'm sure a lot of people are saying student loans can range anywhere from ten thousand to over a hundred thousand dollars, and you know, living under your means until that hundred grand loan is paid, that'll take years, and I don't advise that. But it's important to um, live under your, like I said, live under your means until your funds are established. Um, how much funds you need kind of depends on how you want to go about it. Some people think you should do it based on your income. You know, three months worth of. Um, what you make. Some people think it should be based on your bills, three months worth of bills. I think it depends on your circumstances. I mean, if you have an apartment, I think uh, not as much money is needed because if something were to break, that go a lot of the times that goes on the landlord as opposed to if you have a house. I mean, if you have a pipe burst in a basement, that can be $10,000. But in general, I would say no matter what your circumstance, uh, everyone should have minimum, try to have $1,000 saved up thousand dollars in case of a rainy day in case you will break your leg in case you see something you really want having that thousand dollars can make a big difference for an unexpected event yeah i agree um i got into a car accident years ago and essentially i had to get a brand new car and if i didn't have money saved up i wouldn't be able to get a, a new car. I wouldn't be able to get to work. I wouldn't be able to go to class. So because I had money saved up, um, I was able to get a brand new car within the matter of days. So I think it is really important to definitely have money in the bank just for days, you know, as you said, yeah. for the rainy days. And that, that probably saved you money because let's say you had to put all that on a credit card or either take a loan out, then you're paying interest on that. Mm -hmm. And that's money out the window as opposed to if you have the money saved up, you're paying the flat fee. You don't have to worry about interest. So that's why I'm a big believer in the emergency fund. Yeah, I agree. So how, in regards to saving money, when you get a paycheck, can you tell me about your definition of a, one, a 401k plan is? And what does it mean when a company matches? So a 401k plan is essentially a retirement savings plan, usually employee sponsored, where it is um, the taxes are taking out when you withdraw the money. So it's important because nobody plans on working forever, obviously. So you need to have a retirement fund that can help um, 
deal with your lack of income once you retire. That's why a lot of people believe in 401ks or Roth IRAs. The beauty of a 401k is because it's usually employee sponsored, um, they will match up like a certain percentage or certain amounts. Um, and what that essentially is, is free money. So let's say your company matches up to 3% and you put 3% of your income into a, a, your 401k, they'll match that 3%. So essentially you're having 6% of your income being put into your 401k, but only 3% is being taken out. Mm -hmm. um, 401ks are very important, but if you're not, if your company is offering a match and you're not taking advantage of that, you're leaving money on the table. I would suggest doing the full match, and if you can't do the full match, do as close as you can to the full match. Some companies I've heard as high as six or seven percent, and if that's the case, you need to do that full six or seven percent because you are leaving money on the table. Yeah, and then as soon as a student graduates, most likely they will be getting a full-time job, and then they will probably have the opportunity to get a 401k, so they should definitely take advantage of starting that as soon as possible. Yeah. Because most likely you can retire sooner. Exactly. The sooner you start putting money in, the sooner it starts to grow. Mm -hmm. Putting in $1,000 when you're 20 and putting in $1,000 when you're 40 makes a giant difference down the line based on how much it grows. And it's also something you don't really think about. It take, gets taken directly out of your check. So you don't see the money leaving a lot of the times. And after a couple of you just check in on it once or twice a year and you just slowly see it grow. So it's, it's real easy. That, that, that's one of the reasons why I'm a big believer in it is because you set it at the once you start your employment or at the beginning of every year, you set and forget. And hopefully down the line, you've got a nice retirement fund waiting for you when you plan on retiring. Yeah. Um, my coworker told me to just check my 401k plan every year on my birthday. So that's when I check it. I just check it on my birthday. But other than that, I don't really stress out myself about it. So, yeah. You, you can change it month to month. I know mm. people that change it month to month, year to year. A lot of people change it the first of the uh, first of the year or towards the end of the year, but birthday's a great system. At least just check it once a once a year. Yeah, you can change it to high risk and low risk and all that, right? All that. And I'm not I'm not too knowledgeable on that, so I don't want to get into that, but essentially high risk, higher reward, lower risk, lower reward. It's uh yeah, pretty simple. Cool. So lastly, advertisements, personal image, and having a luxury lifestyle is something that is shown constantly to us in the media. When we get a pay raise, tax return, or land a big project, some people like to use that to buy an expensive purse, buy a brand new car, or go on vacation. It is it is it important to treat yourself, or should we be putting that money into our savings account? It's all about balance, you know. Um... Treats are needed. Kind of going back to the example I gave earlier where I said live under your means until your debts are paid. If you got $100,000 in debt, then you're, you'll be leaving under your, maid, under your means treat-free for years. And that's not, that's not worth it. So treats are needed for motivation, for satisfaction. They help you um, work harder and they help you um, value what's important. But savings are needed too. So it's important to find a balance. If you're, you don't have a lot of debt, you got a healthy um, emergency uh, fund, then of course, treat yourself. There, there's gonna be times where you can treat yourself a lot, there's gonna be times where you treat yourself a little, but you always need to treat yourself to some extent. Yeah, it, it was just like you said earlier, spend less money than you make. Exactly, spend less money than you make, and that little extra you can invest, a little extra you can treat yourself, 
maybe a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on A Moment of Curiosity, John. And for my listeners, I hope that you learned something new today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me.